Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we get into today's show, I just want to tell you, you need to share this video. This is huge information. Or should I say huge yeah. in my Trump voice? Trump has offered to broker a peace deal. And as you can imagine... All the people that follow prophecy are going wild about what this could mean. So, we are going to talk about it today, hopefully provide some peace, some clarity, and give you some hope about all the wildness going on in the world today. Because not only is he offering to, uh, to, to broker a peace deal, he's doing that because the World War III drums are beating louder and louder and louder, and everybody on the world stage is looking at the... Uh, Russia-Ukraine conflict and how the United States is involved and did the U.S. sabotage these pipelines. We're going to talk about it today. Before we get into that subject, though, Doug, um, you obviously weren't here yesterday. I let everyone know why. I got to tell you, you're a lot uglier than yesterday's host. Uh, (laughs) That's what I heard, yeah. But um, everyone was so supportive, as I think you probably saw. Um, You know, we've been praying for you and lifting your whole family up and so everybody knows about it, and yeah, we should just well, talk about it right out of the gate. Well, you know, Vince, we last week I was supposed to be back in on Friday. Of course, as we were leaving that day on Wednesday, um, got the phone call from my sister-in-law that Dad was not doing well, and so he steadily just went downhill all weekend long, and uh, uh, he ended up passing away Monday night. But you know, I mean, if there's an upside to cancer, we you know. We were able to um, have a living memorial for Dad and be able to have people come in that he hadn't seen in forever. And on Sunday, we had a memorial for my uncle, who passed away in January of this year from the same type of cancer Dad uh, passed away from. And um, it was a a lung uh, cancer that was a small cell cancer. And uh, his was apparently a lot faster growing than my uncle's was because he was only diagnosed five weeks ago. And my uncle uh, lasted about five months, you know, when when he got the diagnosis. So anyway, we had a memorial for my uncle on Sunday. My dad was able to attend that, and we really believed that that's what he was holding on for. People came in, you know, to see him that he hadn't seen in a long time, cousins and uh, people like that. And then on Monday... Very peacefully in his living room, um, you know, on his hospital bed there, surrounded by our entire family, holding his hands and praying for him. He took his last breath. And so, uh, you know, it was a a sad ending to, uh, you know, what we thought we had two or three months to go, you know, and and, um, he just went downhill rapidly. But I appreciate all the prayers. I had so much support, uh, especially Yesterday, when uh, when Vince made the announcement on the program, and uh, just started immediately getting you know text and uh, messaging, and I just appreciate everybody's support and prayers. And we will be having his funeral tomorrow, about two o'clock there where we live in Kilgore, Texas. And so, um, if you don't mind, I'd appreciate your prayers one more time as I will be uh, I, uh, preaching that um, the message there for his funeral. So. Um, Dad asked me to do that on Saturday if I felt like I was strong enough to be able to do that. And so I told him, you know, when I'm weak, that's when the Lord says he's the most strong. And so I believe the Lord will help me get through that. But I would appreciate your prayers. So thank you for that. 
that's tomorrow afternoon, so do be praying for Doug during that time and, of course, his family. Um, but he said pray for him one more time. I'm going to tell you, don't stop one more time. He's going <laughs> to need prayers uh, for weeks and months to come. Yeah. I told everyone yesterday, Doug, that the story, um, the testimony that you have with your relationship with your dad is incredible, and I know we're not going to get into that today. I know you're certainly not ready to do that, but maybe one day. Uh, We'll be able to talk about that because the story of redemption in all that is super incredible and um, uh, quite uh, biblical too, Doug. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of tie-in that that we can do there that, you know, the Lord has been very, very good to you and we're so grateful for what he has allowed to happen. Absolutely. I don't want to get off into that because I know you're not ready to, so I'm probably not either, Doug. <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, but we'll but hey, we'll do whatever you want to do. Now Can let's talk just, about the peace plan. Let's stick to this. <laughs> yeah, get All my right. mind off of things for a little bit. So today, Trump. I don't know what they call it on Truth Social. It's not tweet <laughs> tweets out. It's very similar though. Yeah, he posts about a peace deal that perhaps he should broker. Yeah, with Ukraine and Russia and the United States. And he does that because the claims are stacking against the U.S. that they have sabotaged, that President Biden and company has sabotaged um, the, Stream, the Nord Stream pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is because there's video footage of suggestions being made. And a lot of people saw it last night on Tucker Carlson. He did this... Um, uh, episode on this very subject matter and showed these clips and we're going to have yeah. some clips of our own um, as well as from that show to talk about what could be coming yeah absolutely be- because world war three we've been saying this for so long that you know sometimes people make fun of us a little bit <laughs> oh you guys are talking about that again well we're talking about it because we believe the bible says it's coming we're not telling you when because we don't know what date it's going to come. We don't know exactly what event is going to happen that will trigger all this um, calamity. But we know it's coming. And so we want you to know about it. We want you to know the truth. And when current events are occurring that look a lot like what the Bible says is going to come to trigger this war, we want to highlight it. In that, there's also this thing, a peace plan, Doug, that's coming. Mm-hmm. And it says the Antichrist is going to be involved in that peace plan. So anytime you start talking about a peace plan, yeah. and anytime somebody like Donald Trump's involved, <laughs> we probably could have called this show, Is Donald Trump the Antichrist? <laughs> we probably But I didn't have. even suggest it because I know you'd made fun of me. So mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of time before the first break comes right. up. What do we do with all this information uh, without going into great detail? With right. such little time. Well, the thing is, you're right that we have this prophesied war that we know is coming. Um, you know, from uh, the book of Revelation in chapter 9, it talks about this six trumpet war. And uh, it appears that uh, more and more there are forces on the planet right now that are trying to push us into this. Uh, it's very interesting at what some of the accusations are that's going to be made today as we get into this article, as we get into the video. But it's also amazing to where the rabbit hole goes, Vince. And that's what I think people want to hang on for. You want to hang on till we get to that point today and show you where we think this might be going. 
Well, we are going to take your calls and get your perspective on it. The number to join us is 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. Trump offers to broker a peace deal. Could he be the Antichrist? Could World War III be around the corner? We're going to talk about it today. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We have breaking news today. Trump posted on Truth Social Offering to broker a peace deal. So that's a big, big news in the prophecy world, Doug, because like we mentioned before, anytime you start talking about a peace deal, um, people start going wild about is the person involved the Antichrist? So a, a lot of people want Trump to be the Antichrist, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. it seems like Every U.S. president gets to be the Antichrist in some people's it's, eyes. Yeah, at some point. So yeah. people don't like Bush. People don't like Obama. People don't like Biden, Trump, et cetera. Reagan, but, yeah. Yeah. So um, can we just kind of get that one out of the way, though, before we get into this? You want to you get that out of the way? Well, sure, because first of all, this is not the peace deal we're looking for, of course. This is not the peace deal of the Middle East with Israel and the Palestinians. That is the Abraham Accords that... He has brokered before that if if the Palestinians and the Israelis come into that agreement at some point, he would have had something to do with that. But, you know, that scripture is pretty clear that there's going to be a lot of people involved in that um, peace agreement. When Israel and the Palestinians sign that agreement, it says that there's going to be many people involved in that. So uh, just because uh, President Trump might broker 
the deal or get it going, it doesn't necessarily put him or pinpoint him as the Antichrist. That scripture also says that he will uh, confirm that covenant, which means to agree with that covenant or to make it stronger. So um, these are the things that we're looking for. This peace agreement, if he were to be able to broker it, though it would be a huge deal, it's not something that's going to start the final seven years like that Mideast peace plan will. This would get an end to the war, Hopefully, if he were able to do that. Uh, but, you know, Trump's This is the price, Russia-Ukraine war. Yeah, the Russia-Ukraine war. And, and now, I mean, we've heard before, okay, we heard the Pope say World War III started. And it started with this Russia-Ukraine war. Um, we, we did a program on that one time and talked about it, how the, the Pope was saying we were already in World War III. Well, now we've, we've got um, some accusations being made uh, that this particular event with uh, the sabotaging of these pipelines uh, because it appears that something happened other than a natural leak. But uh, we don't know. But we don't know. So we'll, we'll get we'll into that and we'll talk about know. it. But, um, but Trump prides himself on being a, a deal maker. And so he uh, does not uh, fail in, in making that clear here in this article. So I guess we should jump into the article and let's read his words of what he says about the uh, Nord Stream pipelines. Well, before we do, Doug, yes, is Donald Trump the Antichrist? No, Donald Trump is not the Antichrist. I, he can't really qualify for the Antichrist because he's not coming out of a reborn Holy Roman Empire. So we'll go into that another time. <laughs> and you just clearly explained that this piece deal that is being discussed has nothing to do with the one that is discussed around the final seven years. Right, absolutely. So we can be we can rest at ease with that. Yes. All right. Well give us a call, eight seven seven N times the number to join us, eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. And if you're on social media, hit the share button now because we're going to get into this story. We're going to be talking about this peace deal that Trump proposed. We're going to be talking about the pipelines, whether it's sabotage or not. We'll get into that. And then also, is it going to lead to World War III that the Bible prophesies about, which would result in a third of mankind being killed? So that's over 2 billion people with today's population. A very large war, the largest we've ever had in the history of the world. And so it's something that we need to talk about. It's something that everyone needs to have an understanding of. So be sure to share. Hit the heart icon instead of the thumbs up. The heart boosts it a little bit more. And it also helps a lot when you comment. Maybe if someone posts something in there, you can let them know that you don't agree with them, which I know most of you have no problem with that whatsoever. (laughs) But you can comment back and forth and chat a little bit. That helps us break through to your friends list and your family members that are on there and um, it even will help it display to other people more. So uh, that's one way you can help get this message out is to share, heart, and comment. So please do that now and we'll get into this story. Just be nice to each other. Be nice, yeah. You don't want to get banned, right? (laughs) Right, right. Um, So the story says, following reports on Tuesday that the Nord Stream pipelines traveling across the Baltic Sea were leaking with European officials pointing to sabotage as the likely reason, former President Donald Trump called for a negotiated deal to get done and for American leaders to remain calm. U.S. leadership should remain cool, calm, and dry 
on the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipelines. This is a big event that should not entail a big solution, at least not yet. The Russia-Ukraine catastrophe should never have happened. Now, what's he talking about there, Doug, on the... um, uh, the big event that should not entail a big solution. What's he alluding to? I believe what he's alluding to is that this is a big deal, that this pipeline has been sabotaged, as he's calling it. But I think what he's saying is we don't have to go to war over this. If you remember, too, Vince, this is the the one thing that Trump said uh, during the the talks that he was having with NATO while he was still in office. He told them, he said, why are you guys wanting us to protect you from Russia, but yet you're buying your fuel from Russia. This is that pipeline that feeds into Germany. And so that's what is, is being talked about here. But he doesn't want war to escalate out of this situation, and that's what he's talking about. And, and nuclear war specifically, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, in the past few days, um, there's been a lot of buildup about uh, the nukes that are being brought in by Russia. He's called up 300,000 of his reserve men that are fighting age. He, I heard one rumor that they weren't allowing anyone of fighting age to leave the country uh, in case that we go to a full-scale war. So Putin, I heard that as well. You just said it's a rumor. Is it, is it not confirmed true? Well, I, I never got to see... You know, my head has not been in the news as much as it has been, so I just didn't want to say it for sure without knowing the facts. But I had heard that, and, and uh, you know, the part about not allowing men to leave that were fighting mm-hmm. age. Uh, I had never been able to confirm it, but if you've seen it, then it's probably confirmed in the news. But it, and he even made a promise, hey, this, I'm not giving you empty threats. I'm telling you right now, if you push me, I will go forward with this. So... Tensions are, are at a, a point where they haven't been since the Cold War. And so, you know, it's very serious, and that's what Trump is trying to say. It doesn't have to escalate any further than it is let me intervene. Well, he went on to say, Do not make matters worse with the pipeline blow-up. Be strategic, be smart, get a no- negotiated deal done now. Both sides need and want it. The entire world is at stake I will head up the group with three question marks. (laughs) Of course, he's suggesting that he would do that. Mm -hmm. This could lead to major escalation or war. On Tuesday, authorities in Sweden and Denmark reported that three leaks have appeared in the Nord Stream pipelines, which run under the Baltic Sea from Russia to Germany. Two of the leaks were found in Nord Stream 1, while one was found in Nord Stream 2. Now, why is that newsworthy, Doug? Well, for one thing, we've got natural gas pumping through the ocean right now, if you've seen any of the pictures. But the other thing we're, is... We're gonna have, we have video clips of it we'll show later. Yes, and, and the, uh, the other thing, Vince, is this is a, a major pipeline, okay? So this is going to cause uh, the oil, or the, not the oil, but this is gas, it's going to cause this to be an energy crisis. I mean, just like they've been talking about we were going to have food crisis and we've seen all these things happen with food manufacturing plants. Now they're saying we're going to have an energy crisis. And this is one of the main reasons why. But it could lead to other things. The crazy thing about it, Vince, is that we're not just talking about something that looks like it occurred naturally. This definitely looks like someone did this on purpose. Well, how can we relate to this personally? I I suppose I look at like, well, here at End Time, you know, we had a leak, as right. you all know. <laughs> um, our sprinkler pipe 
burst mm -hmm. and we had a leak from a burst. Now, if we would have had three of those randomly, that would look suspicious. Yeah. Insurance would take even longer than they have. <laughs> right. There would be huge investigations into that. Yeah. At your house, when you have a leak, you typically don't have three different leaks in, in proximity. In two different pipes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not impossible. Right. But for something like this, they're not using PVC pipe for this. Right. This is something that is, I guess, supposed to last for almost ever. Yeah, it's a it's a major deal that's happening. I don't recall there being leaks like this. Now, I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I haven't heard the news stories. I haven't heard the announcements, the outcry about it. Yeah. I mean, for decades? Like, so it's very rare. Right. It's not impossible that it is um, an accidental thing. Right. But people are speculating that it's sabotage because of how impossible it does seem yes absolutely so if that's the case somebody's done this and they've done it to cause major problems for not only russia but europe as well so, absolutely yeah the, the report goes on to say since these leaks were reported leaders in european countries have suggested the leaks were not accidental as we've just discussed but rather likely a result of sabotage danish prime minister Met Fredrickson noted that while it is too early to conclude whether the incidents were acts of sabotage, there are three leaks, and therefore it's difficult to imagine that it could be accidental. German officials said that Russian involvement... So what, Germany is blaming Russia now? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. And Russian involvement could not be excluded as a possibility. Mm. Why, would, why would Russia do that, um, according to Germany? I don't know. That's a very good question because, I mean, this is a way that Russia is actually uh, fueling or, or feeding their war machine. I mean, they're actually charging Europe for gas here. So it's it would be dumb for Russia to do this to, to themselves, but uh, who knows? The uh, Polish prime minister said, we don't know all the details of what happened, but we see clearly that it's an act of sabotage. So he's he's not even saying it might be. He's declaring that it is. Yeah related to the next step of escalation of the situation in Ukraine. So he's throwing it in there. Yeah. So how wild are things right now, Doug? Man, in that area right now, it's, it's just crazy. And the thing about events is, I mean, we know what Scripture says about the Sixth Trumpet War. And so it's, it's hard to imagine that this could escalate into the Sixth Trumpet War because we know that the Bible says that the uh, four angels are bound in the great river Euphrates, which we know runs through the Middle East. And so um, that's what we've always uh, you know, looked at when we've looked at this situation. This is not in the area that we believe that the war could start, but could this turn into that war? And that's one of the questions that we just don't know for sure. We, I mean, yes, because these are nuclear-powered uh, superpowers. I mean, they, this is... If, if Russia and the United States got into an altercation and it went nuclear because of this, everyone that hates the American government and the American people would get involved to do whatever they could to hurt America while they're in a war with one of their biggest um, you know, opponents ever. Uh, because Russia and America could destroy the world several times over with the amount of 
nuclear bombs we have. So uh, it's definitely something that uh, piques our interest and we want to know about, but there may be other things going on, and that's what we want to explore in the rest of the program today is where this might be leading and why these things might be happening. Well, let's go to Alan in Florida now. Alan, welcome to End of the Age. Alan, are you there? Yes, I am here. Yes. Thank you for having me on. Can you hear me good? We can hear you. Okay, fantastic. Um, I have a question. With um, all the crisis is going on with energy in Russia, utilizing their their resources as a, as a hedge, do you possibly think that Israel could be doing the same thing with their natural gas to potentially supply other nations around them and maybe utilize that as a way to maybe get their uh, temple built on the Temple Mount and get this peace treaty signed? Do you think it's a possibility? And I'll take my question off the air. Alan, let me ask you this real quick before you go. Which part of Florida are you calling us from? Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah, um, I'm very blessed to be on the East Coast right now. I'm calling from um, Melbourne, Florida area. That would be the uh, closest thing that most people would uh, recognize. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we need to keep Florida in our prayers, too, because they have a major hurricane coming in on the west side of, of Florida and it's supposed to go right across the middle of Florida out into the ocean once again and then come back in around I think South Carolina somewhere. So we will keep you guys in prayer, and thank you for your call today, Alan. Thank right. you for having me on. Have a, have a great day, guys. Thank you. Yes, sir. So the question about that, anybody at any time can use leverage. <laughs> uh, you know, when there's an emergency situation like this, it, it might present some opportunities uh, for Israel to uh, be able to to do something with their natural gas pipelines. I don't know. We're going to see a little bit in the video about a situation there. Uh, I don't want to give it away until we get to that point because it's kind of a big deal. Uh, So when we come back, maybe we can jump in there and and talk about that a little bit more for Alan. Absolutely. And we, we do have videos in the next segment coming, so don't go anywhere. We also have open lines, 877 time 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation... 
The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We do have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Trump has offered to broker a peace deal. He did that a few moments ago. And so we are talking about what that could mean. However, rest assured, we've clarified in the beginning of the show, this does not mean that Donald Trump is the Antichrist. So if you thought he was, Doug boldly proclaimed he's not the Antichrist. That's not what this peace deal is about. It's fully about the Russia-Ukraine-United States controversy. And so that's what we're highlighting today because as a result of the pipeline, as a result of the Russia-Ukraine war, um, and even according to the Pope, I mean, the Pope has actually proclaimed that we are in World War III. We talked about that on this show a few weeks ago. Um, But nonetheless, the rumors of World War III and whether or not we're in it are being discussed around the world. And so we are talking about what that could mean and this Trump offering to broker a peace deal, how does that connect in? And, um, you know, we talked about yesterday the most, Im- the most important prophecy from our perspective in the Bible and how that's not a prophecy for everyone and how it's very important for people to understand it, but it's not for you if you're not willing to look at it with an open mind. And it's important, though, that everyone should understand it because when things like this come up, we can gain peace and hope if we know what the Bible says. And so that's what we were focusing on. We talk about current events through a lens of Bible prophecy. And so today, with World War III, drums beating loudly, Doug, and with Is Trump the Antichrist conversation happening, it's something that we've got to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And so we've got several video clips we're going to get to in this show today to talk about what's happening with the pipeline And whether or not the United States is behind it, did someone sabotage it? Questions like that we are discussing, and we're getting your take on it. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. But we also have video clips that we want to highlight, Doug. So how do we want to get into those? Well, this was a uh, Tucker Carlson uh, program last night where uh, he uncovered some video that was uh, released back in February during a press conference with... President Biden. So uh, this first clip is very uh, interesting at the words that are spoken here. So uh, it is concerning this pipeline and it's also concerning, uh, remember, Russia invaded Ukraine back on the 24th of February this year. So let's look at that first video clip uh, from Tucker Carlson. If you are Vladimir Putin, you would have to be a suicidal moron to blow up your own energy pipelines. That's the one thing you would never do. Natural gas pipelines are the main source of your power and your wealth, and most critically, your leverage over other countries. 
Europe needs your energy now more than ever with winter approaching. If you can't deliver that energy, then countries like Germany have no need to pay attention to what you want. You're in the middle of a war, an all-hands-on-deck war, so you need all the leverage you can get. Under these circumstances, there is no chance you would blow up Nord Stream 1 or 2. Not now, obviously. In fact, it's so obvious that even our famously dim Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, seemed to acknowledge it. Sabotaging Nord Stream, he said today, is, quote, clearly in no one's interest. Right, but really only half right. It is true that blowing up Nord Stream does not help Vladimir Putin. He would not do that. Why would he? But that doesn't mean that other countries wouldn't consider doing it. They would consider it, and we know they have considered it, because at least one of them has said so in public. In early February, less than three weeks before the war in Ukraine began, Joe Biden suggested on camera that he might take out these pipelines. Watch. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But, do, but how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Notice how he phrased that. And he's the president. doesn't phrase things by accident, particularly when he's reading off cards. He didn't say, I will pause the delivery of gas from Russia to Germany. He said, there won't be a Nord Stream 2. We'll put an end to it. We'll take it out. We'll blow it up. How will you do this? He was asked. I promise you we will be able to do it. They thought this through. And yet those watching, very much including us, didn't take Biden seriously when he said it. This is the president who has declared climate change the most pressing emergency in the history of the world. This is the man who lectures you about using a wood stove or driving an SUV because of its emissions. This is the guy who spent billions trying to mitigate cow flatulence because methane. Would that guy really blow up a methane pipeline in the middle of the Baltic Sea? It was hard to imagine. That would be an unimaginably reckless act. That would be the kind of thing you would do if you wanted to start a nuclear war. It would be insane. And yet, in retrospect, it's obvious they were thinking about this because Joe Biden wasn't the only person to suggest it. Toria Newland at the State Department said pretty much the very same thing. Newland is a lifelong war cheerleader. She worked to bring about the Iraq invasion, never apologized, kept going. She helped engineer the coup that overthrew the Ukrainian government some years back. So capable, clearly she's capable of anything. But environmental terrorism, even for Toria Newland, that seemed too much, too extreme. And yet here she is in January. With regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies. And I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. One way or the other, we'll stop Nord Stream. Now, looking back, those words seem chilling eight months later as natural gas pours into the Baltic Sea and into the atmosphere. So you have to ask, could the Biden administration really do something like this? We can't say for sure. We don't know for sure. We can tell you that close allies of the Biden White House believe they certainly did do it. Radek Sikorsky is a Polish politician. He's chairman of the EU-USA delegation in the European Parliament. He's connected. He's also the husband of regime stenographer Ann Applebaum, of The Atlantic magazine. 
Sikorsky is so close to Joe Biden that he's got a picture of the two of them together in his Twitter profile. So when the pipelines blew up, Sikorsky responded immediately. And here's what he wrote. Thank you, USA. So once again, did the Biden administration really do this? It's hard to believe. Given that it's an atrocity, it's effectively an act of terrorism, we don't want to make that accusation. Hmm. Very interesting, Vince. And, and what they're talking about there, I mean, that he actually said you wouldn't do this unless you want to start a nuclear war. So he threw that phrase out there, which is, is interesting to hear him talk about because that's what we've been hearing more and more. What we, we saw where New York uh, City released a uh, public service announcement of how to survive a nuclear blast in, uh, in New York. Then uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I believe Denver was giving out uh, bags for um, bug out bags, basically, to survive on. Uh, which had everybody talking about the September 24th event that was, you know, turned out to be a nothing burger. So, I mean, you've got those things that, uh, you know, have people speculating what's going on. Is is this what they're trying to do? Um, There's some other interesting uh, information uh, in the rest of this video. I don't know where you want to go from here, if you've got some comments you want to make or not, but... um, it's very interesting as this plays out. Well, I was just thinking about, you know, the fact that these pipes are leaking now and these proclamations were made seven months ago by our president and government officials. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that were to happen in our home, you know, if, 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 if uh, your child said something like, I'm going to go grab a cookie out of the cookie jar and you said no don't do that and then a cookie came up missing you would probably go to that child yeah to track down what happened <laughs> yeah and definitely. so it's just interesting and i don't know what to believe at this point except for what i'm hearing and it sure it seems odd out of all the pipelines yeah that are in the world for us to proclaim what we just saw our president proclaim mm-hmm. And then seven months later, for that to be happening, it seems very oddly coincidental. Right. I don't want it to be true. It seems very oddly coincidental, though. Right. And and so if you were trying to, if you were a world entity, let me just put it like this. If you were a world entity and, and you were trying to start a great reset and you needed to cause some type of chaos that out of that chaos this world government could run in and, and try to make you know calm of everything you would be pushing for something catastrophic to happen especially when they've told us that we can take the the COVID-19 pandemic and we can use that as a stepping stone to prepare the world for this great reset. They've talked about this. So could this be part of that? Those are the questions that people begin to ask. We're not saying it is. We're just saying it's, it's odd that these global leaders who we know are connected with the WEF who have made comments like, you know, we, uh, we need certain events to take place in order to get certain outcomes from these events. Um, so it, it's interesting to see this, to hear 
that President Biden and others within his cabinet could be talking about the possibility of taking out this pipeline and not letting it be a factor for Russia if let's, they invade. Let's check out the second clip. Though. All right, let's do it. Maybe not coincidentally, today a brand new pipeline was unveiled, a pipeline that carries non-Russian natural gas in roughly the same area as Nord Streams 1 and 2. This is called the Baltic Pipe. It was inaugurated in Poland. It will carry natural gas from Norway through Denmark to Poland and other countries nearby. And it's likely to do very well since now it has less competition. Making sense? What does the White House say about this? How are they accounting for what happened today? Well, they're not exactly enthusiastically denying responsibility for it. Instead, they're looking at the upside. Here's the president's publicist noting that the destruction of yet another energy pipeline is yet another opportunity for you to buy an electric car. Uh, as you all know, these pipelines weren't pumping gas into Europe at this time. Uh, NS2 was never operational, as you guys know. NS1 has not been operational for weeks because uh, Putin has weaponized uh, energy. And we have said this many times before. This just drives home the importance of our efforts to work together to get alternative gas uh, supplies to Europe and to support efforts to reduce gas uh, consumption and accelerate true energy independence by moving to clean energy economy. Oh, moving to clean energy. Say the people who very may well be responsible for letting methane into the Baltic Sea and into the atmosphere at a scale that most people can't imagine. The people lecturing you about your SUV may have blown up a natural gas pipeline and created one of the great catastrophes of our time. So there just happens to be another pipeline that doesn't have anything to do with Russia that can feed into that area, the Baltic pipeline. Interesting because, I mean, if you want to sell fuel, what's the best way to do that? Get rid of the competition. What are you suggesting to not suggesting anything, just throwing facts out there about these situations. We will talk more about it on the other side of the break and get to your calls. You can join us by calling 877 time 877-363-8463. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to Into the Age of Instigal here with Doug Norvell. 
We do have a few open lines, and we'll be getting to your calls here in a moment. But if you want to get on the show, you can call us at 877-363-8463. We have one more clip connected to the first two that we've shown, and so we want to get into that. Doug, before we do, uh, did we address uh, the gentleman from Florida that called? Uh, He was asking about uh, Israel using natural gas, and we talked about needing to talk about that on the other side of the break. And as I was just talking, I realized maybe we didn't do that. Well, that video actually covered what I was talking about because it showed the other pipeline that uh, mysteriously is there from the Baltic Sea. Uh, The only thing I did uh, toward his question directly was that, you know, Yes, anybody can take advantage of these situations, especially if they have the product that is being withheld from the people. So, Got it. Um, yeah, we'll just have to kind of wait and see what Israel does with that situation. All right. Well, are we ready to get to the third clip? Yeah, let's go ahead and see that. All right. If they did this, this will be one of the craziest, most destructive things any American administration has ever done. But it would also be totally consistent with what they do. What do they do? They destroy These people build nothing, not one thing. Instead, they tear down and they desecrate from historic statues to the Constitution to energy infrastructure. And no one in Congress is trying to stop any of it. They're just preparing for the inevitable fallout. Tonight, the Senate just advanced a spending bill with $35 million for the Department of Energy to, quote, prepare for and respond to potential nuclear and radiological incidents in Ukraine. What? The spending bill also brings the total U.S. expenditure on Ukraine, the war, but also funding its government and energy for Ukraine, to $67 billion on the eve of what could be a massive economic disruption. Here, to our economy, $67 billion. How much is that? Well, it's more than Russia's entire military budget last year. And Congress is expected to fully pass the bill later this week with Republicans nodding along like the zombies they are. What will be the effect of this? Every action has a reaction, equal and opposite. Blow up the Nord Stream pipelines? Okay, we've entered a new phase. One in which the United States is directly at war with the largest nuclear power in the world. Doesn't mean it'll go nuclear immediately, but it does suggest there could be consequences. If we actually blew up the Nord Stream pipelines, why wouldn't Russia sever undersea internet cables? What would happen if they did that? What would happen if banks in London couldn't communicate with banks in New York? Just that one piece of it, leaving aside its potential effects on our power grid. But let's just say the banks couldn't communicate with each other for one day. What would the economic effect of that be? Oh, we would cascade downward into your house. We could have an actual collapse. We could wind up very quickly in third world conditions. Those are the stakes. $67 $67 billion, Doug. Yeah. You realize it's, I believe it's $67,000 million? Yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot of money. And, and our we economy, don't have. Yeah, our economy is, you know, we're getting ready to tank here. Uh, people can't afford to fill up their cars or, you know, buy groceries for their home and pay their bills. I mean, it's, it's getting kind of crazy out there. And they're spending that kind of money on the war machine. Now, remember, Vince, the former president, during his four years, we didn't have one war. He actually pulled us out of areas where we were at war. But ever since this new administration has taken over, it's been like a push for this war. It's, it's, 
it's amazing at how much they talk about war and how much they're spending on war. So, and that's part of why I believe the Pope declared that we are in World War Three mm-hmm. because all the different countries that are involved financially investing into this. Yeah, and it's it's a strange situation to think about. The Ukraine and what's going on with Russia. It's not like Russia's going in there and, and killing the people of Ukraine. Like they're not just going in there and destroying innocent people, innocent lives. They're fighting against uh, military people that are fighting against them. And uh, it's like we just keep feeding that war machine and keep trying to push this war and make it escalate into something else. So it's interesting that now this pipeline is uh, something that's been removed, and our president said back in February, we'll get rid of it, we'll remove it. So before we get to the calls, I have a few questions. Some of them I've already asked, and you've answered very well. (laughs) But sometimes people join in later, and they don't get to hear some of the stuff in the beginning. So I want to clearly state um, these questions and answers here. Is this peace plan that we're talking about, because the show title is, Trump offers to broker peace deal. Is that the peace deal that is related to the final seven years? No. The one we're discussing today. Absolutely not, because we know that that's going to be a Middle East peace deal between Israel and the Palestinians. Is Donald Trump the Antichrist? No. Even if this peace deal gets signed with Russia and Ukraine and he brokers it, is he still not the Antichrist? Still not the Antichrist. Lastly, that I haven't asked yet, yeah. are we in World War III? Well, that's one of those questions that I can't give you a, a solid answer on, Vince, because um, many people have been saying for a long time we, we have been in World War III since 9-11. Um, I don't believe that that's true in my own opinion, but that's my opinion. But we know that the result of that war is going to be one-third of mankind is going to be destroyed. To us, the, the Bible, when it says that they are killed by the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone, to us that's implements of war, and we believe it would be nuclear to kill that many people. You're talking about one in every three people are going to be killed in that terrible war. And so uh, I don't believe that this, at this point, is that war. If this goes nuclear, though, and everybody gets involved, then it's not just between Russia and America and, and Ukraine and, and it's like the world is involved in it, then, yeah, we can very much say that that's a World War III situation, especially if it escalates into a nuclear war. That's why Trump is saying, let me broker this deal. Let me step in. Let me talk to everybody before the world gets in a situation where we're not going to be able to recover. So this peace deal is not the one related to the final seven years. Donald Trump is not the Antichrist. And we're not sure if we're in World War III or not. Right. You've made I, that quite clear, Doug. I appreciate your clarity. <laughs> okay. Let me just say this about World War III, just so I clarify what we believe from the Scriptures in Revelation chapter 9, is that four angels are loosed from the great river Euphrates. It appears to us that that is the region where the war will start from. So there has been fighting going on there since... 9-11 occurred. We fought with uh, Saddam Hussein. We fought with uh, uh, the Afghanistans. We fought with 
Iran. We fought with Syria. We've done all kinds of excursions out there, and, and people have died in wars out there. I don't believe that this has escalated to that third world war scenario yet. But we have talked about in the past that when those angels are loose, these are evil spirits, when they're loose from the great river Euphrates, do they stay in that region? Or is this like the, uh, the four horsemen in Revelation chapter 6? Do they go into the world in different places and uh, get the minds of man, get their ideas and motivate them to war? We don't know because the Bible's not clear. So we're going with what we know from the Bible. What we can prove from the Bible is that it says that these angels are loose from the great river Euphrates, and that appears to us to be the region where the war is going to start. If that frustrates some people, that's just how it's going to be here. It frustrates me. <laughs> well, but frust- does our answer frustrate people? Because we're not taking a hard-line stance. But we're not willing to do that if the Bible isn't clear on it. Right as best as we can tell. And so that's what we're always going to do. Uh, Once things do get clear, we will be shouting it from the rooftops, for lack of better terms. You will know, and it will be very clear what our take is on that. But we do want to get to the phones now, so let's do that. Let's go to TJ in Florida. TJ, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hi. Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. Um, My question... And it's not really kind of a question. I'm, it's kind of a guessing game theory like we're all doing. Um, you know, Germany, historically, you know, hindsight being 2020, uh, all these world war, the last two world wars, you know, they didn't just immediately start uh, one incident and all of a sudden everybody's in a world war. It was a combination of things, but at the end, you know, the afterthought was, oh, well, it all originated in Berlin. I was just reading the article here, Germany's ro- uh, role in World War One and Two, mm-hmm. and uh, it is possible that when Doug said a few minutes ago that Europe is telling Russia that Russia destroyed, that sabotaged their own Nord Stream pipelines, um, uh, isn't that like the Hegelian, similar, a similar strategy of, well, we did it, but we're going to say you did it, <laughs> almost like the cookie jar thing. Yeah. You know, you have, you have one child tries to get the cookie, and they're told no, and then another child will come along later and get the cookie, but the first child that it was overt, you know, like Biden, it's overt Biden. Is it a possibility <laughs> that maybe, just maybe, Germany is behind these Nordstrom pipelines being sabotaged, and I also was reading up on the Baltic pipeline. It's also uh, uh, Russian, so Russia's still able to get gas for their needs. I've been reading that while I was waiting to get on the phone or on on the air. You make a great point, uh, TJ. I mean, that's a very good point. Uh, Germany was very much involved in starting World War One and Two, and that's why the Berlin Wall came up, um, you know, to separate the two Germanys mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't rise to power and start another war. And so that's a that's a great um, that's a great statement you're making there. It, it's something that you know, once again, we don't know for certain, but it, it is a very good point that you make. And Germany could very much be, I mean, that seems to be the game they play a lot, um, Mm -hmm. is point the finger at the other guy when you're guilty of what you're accusing them of. So 
Yeah. Um, that could very much be something that we find out down the road here. It, it does appear to be something that they're using to try to force Russia into a situation where their back's against the wall. Mm-hmm. So we, we will unfortunately just have to wait and watch this situation and see where it goes from here. Okay. And uh, I'm thinking about you and praying for you too, Doug. I'm going to leave it there because I, I was at the beginning of the show, okay? Thank you very much. Oh. I appreciate that, TJ. We're praying for you guys yeah, in Florida as well. Welcome. Y'all have a blessed day. And if nothing else, we get nothing else out of the day. We get a day closer to the return of our Lord. Amen. 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 Thanks for your call, TJ. Let's go to Marianne. Marianne, I'm bringing you on. It's You only have 25 seconds. So if you can get right to your question, we'll try to respond before the end of the show. Marianne, welcome. Hi. I'm just saying, you know, um, Biden kind of talks out of both sides of his mouth there, doesn't he? <laughs> and I'm going to be yeah. as quick as I can be because mostly I'm just saying... I could say more, but I won't. Um, the thing is, is I guess maybe he talks in cow flatulence. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Instead Way to wrap up the this, show, Marianne. <laughs> let me end this show with cow flatulence. There you go. All righty. Well, thanks for throwing <laughs> that in right at the end. Thanks for your call, Marianne. I wonder if that's ever been on the air before. That's Well, we've had a lot of firsts this week. <laughs> right. And, um, it seems like we're going to continue that, Doug. Yeah. How do you want to wrap it up? you got 20 seconds. Well, you know, Vince, I mean, um, it, it is a little frustrating that we don't have more of the answers we want right now, but this is a developing story. It's an important story, and we wanted to share it today because it does seem to be part of an agenda that they're pushing. Keep your eyes on Jesus. We'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.